Aggression is one of the last dirty words in our culture. You can be crass, you can be rude, you can even be profane, but ho, oh, aggressive, don't be aggressive, except it's wrong, dead wrong. I promise you nothing of meaning and transcendence will come into your life passively. It's time for you to get into the arena to push back against a passive, mediocre existence. I'm Brian Tome, and this is The Aggressive Life. Welcome to episode zero of The Aggressive Life. My name is Brian Tome. You might be asking, who in the world starts a podcast called The Aggressive Life? The word aggression is certainly not a positive term in our day and age. And I want to be very, very clear. When I talk about aggressive, I'm not talking about grabbing somebody by the throat. I'm not talking about getting your way through physical or financial might. I'm talking about taking control of your life. I don't know if you noticed or not, but our society is changing rapidly and in many situations changing for the worse. And the reason, one common through line through it, is our society is getting more and more passive. When I talk about aggressive, I'm talking about doing things right now that other people don't want to do right now because it's uncomfortable. I'm talking about doing the difficult things today so you can have the better things tomorrow. I'm talking about taking the path of most resistance because that path on the other side may have the most treasure. And we see in our culture, everyone's taking the path of least resistance, everybody. Let's just do a little survey of the ways in which our cultures, if you will, the cultural touch points for passivity we're seeing through and through our culture. In our relationships, we're getting married later in life, if at all. We don't want to commit, so we play the field longer and longer, looking for our quote-unquote soulmate. In many cases, we don't even ask anybody out anymore. We've lost the ability to ask somebody out. The most aggressive thing young males do today is text somebody. That's a whole different thing than getting to know somebody's story and talking to them and actually asking them out on a date. And we're not getting married because we have this stupid idea that there's one person that I will passively fall in love with and everything will be beautiful and it will be the perfect person who will love me and hold me and kiss me and I'll be my own little bunny rabbit. Yes, that's a old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yes, you got to be over 50 to know where that came from. Our relationships have the marks of passivity everywhere kids. We're increasingly having kids later, having fewer of them or not having them at all. Why is that? It's because kids are hard. They're difficult. They're pain in their rump and your rumpus. It is an aggressive move. I don't, why would I have a kid when, when I'm not sure if that child's going to be healthy? Why would I have a kid if I'm not sure if I can afford that child? Why would I have a kid when therefore I can't do things that I want to do for however many years of my life? It is an aggressive move to have kids. And now where I am at age 53, the hugest blessing of my life as an adult right now is having adult children. It wasn't just adult children. It was the children who were in high school. It was, it was amazing. It was, it was wonderful. And the thought that I couldn't enjoy that until maybe when I was 70 because I might not wait until I was 40 to have a child. Really grieves my heart. 
our hobbies. We don't pick up new hobbies or we don't learn new skills after age 25. In many cases, if you haven't tried something by the time you finish college, chances are good that you never will. What's the last new thing that you learned? Who's the last person you knew who picked up a golf club for the first time when they were 40? Who's the last person you know who started riding a motorcycle, took a motorcycle safety course when they were 35? Not many. We need to be trying new things, but we're not trying new things because we don't have an attitude of aggression. We're not trying new thought patterns. We're not trying new value systems. We're not even pushing ourselves to consider maybe my political viewpoints might be wrong because we're not aggressive enough to have a vigorous internal discussion with ourselves or a vigorous internal discussion with somebody else. This is our problem socially. We don't interact with people who aren't like us. Someone doesn't have my skin color, my political beliefs, my religious beliefs. We just don't talk to them because we're too passive. If we look at all of these examples, the through line that runs throughout them is, I want a safe, predictable life. I don't want to deal with the brunt of possibly falling down and skinning my knee. I want a helmet on me, just like mommy put on me when I was on my tricycle in third grade in the basement. I want airbags. I don't want just airbags on my steering wheel. I want them on my door. I want them on my headrest. I want to be assured that nothing could ever go wrong in my life. And if it could go wrong, then something is wrong. No, something is not wrong, friends. It's called life. It's called life. The promise of an aggressive life is that your life will be rigorous, your life will be adventuresome, and your life will be rewarding. It's never rewarding when we are just handed something. It's rewarding when we overcome something, when we work for something. You know, what? a lot of people would be wondering, why in the world would a guy, a pastor nonetheless, be talking about aggression? Not only that, but I've got in my family, I've got a, a motto that tomes hustle. That's what we do. Tomes hustle. Hustling is a mode of being aggressive. My first son, his name is Jacob. Many people in the Christian world are extremely passive, very passive, Uh, so much so that they misunderstand and misinterpret classic Bible stories. One of them is the story of Esau and Jacob. And some Christians have not understood, or Bible readers have not understood this passage at all, which is why they scratch their head as to why in the world I would call my son, named my son, Jacob, which some people b- believe means the usurper. As the story goes, there are twins. And Jacob, the second twin born, is holding on to the heel of Esau, his older brother. What's he doing? He's hustling. He's hustling. He's trying to be aggressive. He's the one who grasps the heel, not the usurper. He's the one who grasps the heel and is hustling. Later on in his life, when they are young boys, we have Esau, who is the hunter. He's the manly man. And Jacob is actually the, 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 the girly man in today's nomenclature. He's, the, he's mom's favorite. He's the cook. 
Esau's dad's favorite because Esau is the hairy one he likes to hunt. So Esau is coming back from his hunt. He's very, very hungry. And there's Jacob with his favorite stew made for him on the side of the trail. And Jacob strikes a bargain. He says, you know, in culture, the firstborn son gets the most. It get They get the birthright. So Jacob says, Esau, I'll tell you what, I'll give you some of my stew if you give me your birthright, if you give me the blessing of being the firstborn. And Esau says, done, I'll do it. People look at Jacob as if he is a usurper, as if he is evil. No, he's, he's striking a bargain. He's striking a deal. If he's done anything wrong, he hasn't lied about anything. He's been straight up on this. If he's done anything wrong in striking a bargain, then anytime you've stricken a bargain, bargain or had an agreement, then you're doing something wrong. No, he's making an aggressive move to get his life going in the direction that he wants to. In fact, in the New Testament portion of the Bible, in the book of Romans, they clearly pin the blame on this incident, if there is any at all, on Esau, who quote-unquote forsook his birthright. It was Esau who didn't have the tenacity to endure a little while longer down the path to get the civilization to actually have some soup. He just couldn't take it. He just, he just gave it up. This is something I've tried to drill into my kids. We hustle. We not, may not always be the best looking. We definitely are not always the best looking. We may not always be the smartest, but we will never be losers because we haven't hustled. We will aggressively Go. One of my mottos is make aggressive mistakes. Aggressive mistakes. Tell you what, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. A lot. You'll learn about those in the midst of this podcast. But for every mistake that I make, I have nine other aggressive moves that I've made that are making things better in my life. Aggressive mistakes will give you mistakes, maybe even more mistakes, but it will be more than offset by the positive blessings that come your way because you get up and you get moving with your life. In this podcast, I want you to increase your risk tolerance. Be okay. Be okay to not have backup plans. Be okay to not have a year's worth of savings before you do something new. I want you to increase your ability to do things on slim margins. I want you to increase your clarity. We live in a world with a bunch of people who couldn't tell you what they want or what their life is about. You need clarity. I want to increase your likelihood that you will lean into healthy relationships. Aggressive people have healthy, flourishing relationships, and they have those people because no matter what they lose in their life, when they have healthy relationships, they've got something of value. So look, this podcast is for you because I don't believe there's another voice in your life that's telling you to go for it. I don't believe there's another voice in your life that's telling you don't wear a helmet. I don't believe there's another voice in your life that's telling you take a risk, ask her out. I don't think there's another voice in your life that's going to call you to a higher plane. I think the voices in your life, if you're average, the voices in your life are having you stay just where you are and justify where you are right now instead of elevating your life above the fray. The truth of the matter is right now, you are average. You are average of everybody in your life. You have the average amount of money of your friends. 
your viewpoints, whether they're on the extreme right or the extreme left, they are average of everybody who you spend time with. You are average. So you can keep going the way you're going right now. And I will ask you, is it working for you? Do you have joy? Do you have a sense of satisfaction at the end of the day? Do you have a smile on your face right now, even as we talk about a potential future day? Do you feel like you're building a life of value and with no regret? I bet few of us are. And those of us who are, we need another voice in the foxhole with us that's telling us, you're not crazy. You're not. That's what we're going to do in the aggressive life. Good to be in the journey with you. Hey, thanks for listening. If this episode has impacted you, hey, share with somebody else. All of us have influence. People that can look to us for direction. Use your influence positively, aggressively. And if this has meant something to you, then pass along to those that you're leading. Uh, You can see more at bryantome.com or search me on Instagram. Special thanks to the band Judges for our music. You can find more from them on Instagram at The Band Judges or at Facebook.com slash The Band Judges. The Aggressive Life with Brian Tome is a production of Crossroads Church, Cincinnati, Ohio. Crossroads Church, Cincinnati, Ohio.